MoneyWeb now on the money. I'm chatting with Tasmin Smidin. She's a research analyst at Private Clients by Old Mutual Wealth. Tasmin, we appreciate the time today. For the first time in, what, almost a decade now, Amazon suddenly reported a staggering net loss, some $2.7 billion for the 2022 financial year. This has kind of spooked the market, but truthfully, we've seen this before with Amazon. Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show, Simon. Yes, Amazon's underperformance in 2022 was quite shocking. and We saw a number of factors coming together that contributed to that, the slowdown in e-commerce following the COVID pandemic and Mm -hmm. the expansion of the delivery network. And that drove returns on equity into negative territory, which is, of course, not good news for any investor. But yes, Amazon is no stranger to declines in the of a certain period, particularly when they increase the investment. The Amazon is a tech business, and that requires quite a bit of investment in research and development. But what we've seen over the past few years is also an increase in capital expenditure on that delivery network in order to enable same-day delivery. And it's something that they did in the 2013-2014 period as well, when they invested in a big head office also drew criticism from the market and the return on equity actually fell into negative territory more severely than what we've seen now. Of course, the market responded by penalizing the share price, but I mean, the returns between 2014 and mm-hmm. now has been absolutely terrific from an investment perspective. So we've definitely been here before, but it's never a good time when you are in it. It feels scary. I take the point in that, and I want to come to RAE in a moment. But yeah, I mean, you make the point that really they are building capacity. They're building for the future. And, and truly, $2.7 billion is a big number, and it jumps out at you. But this is building for the future, and this is creating the, yeah, I don't want to say Amazon 3.0, because I don't know how many versions there have been, but a bigger and, truthfully, probably better and more profitable company. Yes, that's true. So Amazon, I think... During COVID, well, the ink, the surge in demand in e-commerce, I think, scared them during COVID. Mm. They had anticipated how quickly they see orders coming through, and they weren't able to live up or fulfill their promise of same-day delivery during that period. One of the principles is, you know, having an obsession on the customer, trying to increase convenience, and they weren't able to do that in the COVID pandemic. And as a result of that, they then set out on doubling their fulfillment network. Um, increasing that capacity so that they can deliver on the one-day delivery. But of course, the pace of investment couldn't keep up with the pace in demand that followed in the normalization throughout COVID. And that really resulted in what we've seen. But it really is an investment in scale. And we know that investment precedes growth. We do think that they will grow into that scale. But before that, we've already seen them monetize it in other ways. So they launched buy with Prime, which means that other e-commerce sites can fulfill their orders using Amazon's logistics network and leveraging Amazon's prime member base. So they're already monetizing that even before they go into that scale. But I think the performance network as it stands now is a competitive advantage in its own right in the digital age. So the investment was necessary. Yeah, and as you're saying, it's sort of two drivers. One is was the slowdown post-pandemic, and then the spending that came through. You mentioned ROE, return in equity. It went negative. A lot of people focus on it, and it it's an important number. But you make a point in the note that you put out is that we can't look at it in isolation, and we need to understand what's actually driving the numbers. Otherwise, one number jumps out and can make us do rash decisions. Yes, and I think that's 
Absolutely. I think we need to take a step back and remember that return on equity is an accounting indicator at the end of the day. And accounting does not just take cash earnings into account. You know, there's a number of adjustments that we make that's non-cash. And one thing that really impacted that return on equity number in 2022 was the poor performance of the equity market. I mean, 2022 was a terrible year for mm-hmm. global markets. Amazon has a significant investment in an electric vehicle manufacturer, Vivian. Of course, yeah. And that shows over 12 billion fair value loss on the income statement, which impacted net income. And essentially, if you exclude that loss, the return on equity would have actually been positive. But of course, you know, the headlines just mention that ROE has fallen into negative territory and they don't always expand that not all of that is actually cash and not all of that is realized. So now in 2023, when we have a market rebound, we'll see some of that reverse and we'll have fair value gains that will improve return on equity almost artificially. So it is very dangerous to just look at return on equity. And that's why we look at you know, multiple factors and also just focusing on cash flow generation, free cash flow generation to determine the health of the business. And you made a point, you did say in the note, Amazon's a key holding in your global equity portfolio. The numbers come out, you don't panic, but what you do do is you go back and review the investment case for the business just to, I suppose, sort of double check yourself, but without panicking. Yes, absolutely. At the beginning of this year, we had so many questions from investors on you know, how can we maintain the investment in Amazon given that we hold, we done quality portfolio and Amazon wasn't screening at quality from their perspective. Mm. So we view the investment case as we do continually and we've had to explain, you know, return on equity cannot be relied upon alone as a measure. We are long-term investors, so we're looking at five years plus and we believe that the investment in sale they're making now, the investment in other parts of the business, you know, advertising, health, AWS has a very long runway. We see artificial intelligence now boosting the growth of that business. There are many other factors. The growth potential you know, has to count for something. And that still makes it a quality investment. But yet we have to return to the investment case. And upon the review, we found that the investment case was still intact, you know, despite what's happening at the moment. And that share price weakness that we saw, we took advantage of it and we increased you know, the weight of Amazon not knowing what would happen with the AI boom that has happened subsequently. So very happy with how that has turned out for Amazon this year. Yeah, of course, the AI boom, and then they become part of the Magnificent Seven. We leave it there, Tasman. Smerdin, research analyst, private clients, Old Mutual Wealth, appreciate the time.